Turns out Bill Guerin did have stuff to do. We talk about the trade that sent Cam Talbot to Ottawa. We talk about the return. We talk about what it means for the goalie rotation going forward and free agency tomorrow, all on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we break down the news that Cam Talbot has been traded to the Ottawa Senators in return for goalie prospect Philip Gustafson. We talk about the ripple effects it has on the goalie rotation and the Wilds' ability to make moves during free agency. And we also talk about other contracts that may be movable if Bill Guerin wants to go after a big fish. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and now here covering you uh, through the offseason with Lockdown Wild. And... Wow, I don't think anybody saw this resolution coming after uh, what we witnessed over the weekend with the NHL draft. Um, And coming into this week, Cam Talbot is now a member of the Ottawa Senators. While trading him in exchange for goalie prospect Philip Gustafson, we'll have more on him coming up in uh, another episode, probably airing tomorrow with uh, Ross Levitan of Locked On Senators. So uh, we'll get some more reaction to this, but wanted to give you some breaking reaction uh, as this situation unfolds. The big things to keep in mind for this trade, no salary retained by the Minnesota Wilds. They are sending all of it with Talbot to Ottawa, and so it's a one-for-one. Gustafson, a young goalie prospect who uh, has not been given a whole lot in the way of opportunities, but uh, is an intriguing prospect for the Wild at the goalie position. But uh, we'll talk more about that. we got a lot to break down for uh, this situation, and we've talked about it this week. We talked about it last week. Uh, the timeline for this whole situation stretches all the way back to the uh, postseason against the St. Louis Blues. Marc-Andre Fleury acquired at the trade deadline by the Wild so that uh, they could have two starter-capable goalies to prevent the Wild from, to prevent either of them from wearing down or getting into a situation where there just was too much of a a start workload uh, between Talbot and, uh, at the time, backup Capo Kakinen. So Flurry comes in. Both goalies essentially go 50-50 down the stretch. We get to the postseason. Marc-Andre Fleury starts for the Wild against the St. Louis Blues. We get to the final game of the season. Cam Talbot comes in. There are some rumblings about some potential frustration as to the fact that Talbot, despite uh, his record down the stretch, 13-0-3, heading into uh, the postseason, there's some frustration on his end that he was not the one that started the series 
against the St. Louis Blues. And so kind of didn't really think anything else of that. There were uh, also some posts uh, on social media by his wife expressing frustration with the, uh, the entirety of the situation. And so a lot of people that cover the team, fans, just kind of nervously laughed it off as we moved into the season. Got to be draft time. Marc-Andre Fleury signs his extension to stay and uh, be part of this goalie tandem. And that kind of dominated headlines in the first day of the draft. And then all of a sudden, you have some rumblings from Cam Talbot's agent that his side is not super thrilled with the prospects of, uh, of this rotation going forward into a full season. I mean, it is one thing to have that rotation for the playoff push and into the postseason. It's another thing entirely to have that be your season-long rotation. And so that was a source of frustration for Talbot's camp. Also, the salaries, Flurry coming in, making more money than Talbot. So there were, there were a lot of different angles to digest about this. And so you hear the meeting that happened between Bill Guerin and Talbot's agents over draft uh, on the Friday of the NHL draft, in which Talbot's agent says, we expressed our side, we expressed our position, and uh, we gave Bill Guerin a lot to think about. And he comes back with that legendary quote in which he says he doesn't have S to do. And Talbot is on this team. We want to have Talbot on the team. And, uh, you know, that, that's just the way it is. And at that point, kind of thought, okay, that, uh, that might be the end of it. And then out of nowhere today the news that Talbot has been traded to Ottawa of all places. Now, Ottawa is an up and up and uh, they are a team that is trying to be way more competitive this season. They were in need of a goalie after trading Matt Murray to Toronto. And so you got to look at for a couple of reasons, the senators, I think in overall performance upgraded going from Matt Murray to cam Talbot Contract-wise, they got out of that contract, and Cam Talbot is a free agent after this coming season. So it was a move that made sense for the Senators as they try to kind of bring themselves back up into relevance to potentially pushing for a playoff spot. But, you know, there are some things with this as well. Talbot's getting up there in age, and... He has he has had a tendency, um, you know, to give up some soft goals. Now, not all him, not a, a lot of it's not his fault. And if you were to ask me right now, I still would much rather have him on this team uh, as opposed to not having him. But I think the big thing to take away from this is that Bill Guerin is not going to be hardballed. He is not, as the general manager of the Minnesota Wild, he is not going to be hardballed. And we have seen this play out several times since he took over 
as general manager of this team. And if Bill Guerin wants something, he's going to get it. And so this is just another example of that. And uh, there are some more wrinkles to discuss uh, with that mentality as well. And so we will continue to recap the Cam Talbot trade to the Ottawa Senators as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift for your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. That's right. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They're good for you too. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all of the delicious flavor. Plus, like with normal Built Bars, Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs are covered in real, 100% real chocolate. So head to Built.com right now and make sure you don't miss out on these amazing, delicious bars. So head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. We uh, appreciate you uh, being with us and making us your trusted source of Minnesota Wild news and information, of which the Cam Chalbert trade uh, certainly takes center stage here today. Now, we, we talked about the timeline to start and moved into the the notion that Bill Guerin isn't going to be hardballed by anybody and that if he has a player on this team that is either not 100% fully bought in to what is currently going on or a player that is trying to get a couple of extra dollars um, on their contract, not a fan of that. And we've, we now have had two instances this season. Now, polar ends of the spectrum. For Kevin Fiala, it was him entering his entering into the final year of his deal. And with how things have played out to this point, there just was no chance that the Wilds were going to um, be able to sign him long-term. And so we got the trade offers, and Garen in his trade reaction press conference noted the fact that he liked the offer from the Kings, felt it was a fair offer from the Kings, and ended up taking that as opposed to waiting for the potential that the deal could be sweetened if he were to wait until draft day. Didn't want to have anything to do with that because Bill Guerin is not going to get hardballed, not by other GMs, not by agents in this case, and not by players who believe that they have more pull in the in the room than they actually do. Let's not forget one of the biggest instances of Bill Guerin saying this is my team, not any individual player on this roster because of the buyout situation that the Wild are dealing with now because Bill Guerin made the decision to buy out Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter because they weren't contributing the right way 
to the entire team dynamic that is attempting to be built by Bill Guerin with this franchise. So all of these instances, and when he took over right away, you know, the, the Eric Stahl trade to Buffalo, another example of, hey, and, and this is, we see this happen elsewhere. Um, and then this is where some of those no movement clauses come in for, uh, for players when they're nearing the end of their deal or the team's not going to be super competitive where you may have a GM that goes up to a player and says, hey, we'd like you to waive your no movement so that uh, we can get you off the books, maybe get you to a contender, uh, give you a chance to, to go play for a cup. If you don't play ball, we're going to send you elsewhere. And in, in several cases, you know, you see a player go to a team that's not on their list just because, hey, if you're not going to play ball, we're going to do what we need to do for this team. So I think that's the big thing to take forward with this situation is that this was Cam Talbot and his camp trying to get, trying to use this as leverage for an extension, a raise, something along those lines. And Bill Guerin just did not bite. He did not for a second give in to any of that. And as a result, when you go to the poker table and you have two seven off suited or whatever a bad poker hand may be, Bill Guerin was sitting with pocket aces and just did not, he, he did not move a muscle on this situation. And so those are some things that players, other GMs will keep in mind going forward when dealing with Bill Guerin in particular situations. Because there's a chance that had the Wilds elected to wait and trade Kevin Fiala on draft day that teams would have gotten desperate and would have given additional assets to try to acquire Fiala. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you're going up against these Chicago Blackhawks who were hitting, jettisoning the escape pods on every marketable player they had to try to just fully bottom out. And so, again, Bill Guerin is not going to be he's not going to be trifled with by anybody. And so this was just classic Bill Guerin putting, you know, the the team mentality first and not wanting there to be even an ounce of doubt as to what's being built. And so Cam Talbot is uh on his way to the Ottawa Senators. Um we obviously need to thank Talbot for what he uh, he brought to this team over the uh, the course of the last few years. Because let's not forget when Talbot became a free agent, um, when he was with that free agent crop of goalies, the likes of uh, I believe that was the same class that Jacob Markstrom was in. There were several other options as well. Cam Talbot was the first goalie to sign. And so 
in dealing with Bill Guerin, in dealing with the Wilds, they saw something in him, and he put up some good numbers with this team over the course of his Wild tenure. But at the end of the day, it's a business, and you make a business-type ploy, um, you're likely to get a business-like response, um, especially in in the wide world of sports. So um, just crazy even still to me that we got to this point and that the, the trade is done. But at the end of the day, it's Bill Guerin's team, and Bill Guerin's going to do what uh, Bill Guerin wants to do for his franchise to try to make them the best that they can be. We'll finish today by talking about some of the other ripple effects. What does this mean for the goalie room? What does this mean for free agency? A lot to unpack here uh, as we react to the Cam Talbot trade. And we will uh, continue to do that as we finish up today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Uh, reacting to the Cam Talbot trade that now leaves the Wilds with Marc-Andre Fleury as the de facto, without a doubt, starter in net for the Wild this season. Now, after free agency, I think it is poignant. Um, I don't know if I even used that word in the right context. It's I feel like it's a good idea to go back and evaluate what the expectations are heading into this season because, in my mind, it feels like this is going to, again, be a wild team that's going to have to overachieve in order to really be in... And they're not going to be in that same class of team that they were last year. Just going to need to get some players to step up and go above and beyond what they're capable of Again, this season, and if they do that, this will be a team that is fighting for a playoff spot. But if we see regression in spots up and down the lineup, if we see you know lack of consistency in the net, things along those lines, this wild team is going to not be as good. And so that could likely mean that the wild will have a very active trade deadline this season, but we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, that's a whole other discussion for another show. Now that the Wild have just the one goalie, and we'll, we'll get some further clarification on this with Ross Levitan of Locked on Senators for tomorrow's show uh, in talking about what Philip Gustafson brings to the table. My understanding or my thoughts is that he is most likely an AHL guy right now which could mean that unless the Wilds go out and get a veteran backup, that Zane McIntyre is your flurry backup for this season. Now, we've talked about the potential options on the free agent market um, for goalies. Obviously, Darcy Kemper's the big name in the goalie department, but there are some other names of players that could be affordable as a uh, potential cheap backup. That's that's the big key. Is It's going to be somebody that's going to, I think, be the clear-cut backup, but somebody that can step in in the event of any sort of injury to Marc-Andre Fleury. So that is, I think, the biggest 
thing to look for. But, you know, we didn't expect this trade to happen. And so if Bill Guerin wants to clear more money ahead of free agency, um, there are ways for him to do that. So let's let's look at the uh, the Wilds' contracts right now, and uh, we'll we'll discuss this more as free agency um, unfolds. Also, so pretty obviously off the table. Kirill Kaprizov, Jewel Eriksson Ek, um, Matt Zuccarello has a modified no trade clause and a no movement clause, uh, and so he is likely off the table as well. But Tyson Jost. $2 million this season. He's a restricted free agent in 2023-2024. Maybe a name that uh, that could end up being moved to uh, to free up some potential salary cap spots. Freddie Goudreau. If you believe that Freddie Goudreau's 2021-2022 season was a large byproduct of Kevin Fiala and Matt Boldy, might not be a bad time to try to sell high on that prospect um, if you think that Goudreau is not going to be a winger on that second line, which if you if you have Boldy and Rossi on that line, you would probably be better served to, uh, to put a more offensive option on that line. Um, than Goudreau. But again, that's just another name that could potentially be uh, be thrown out there. Now, he is an unrestricted free agent after this season. Cap hit of $1.2 million, so it would move some. It's not a huge move-the-needle type of move. The decor is where the potential comes in. You look at the decor, Jared Spurgeon and Jonas Brodeen have full no-movement clauses. Uh, and Matt Dumba has a modified no-trade clause in his contract. He is a free agent in 2023-2024. And so that, again, is another spot that the Wild could potentially free up some money. Um, another probably more realistic one is Dmitry Kulikov, who is signed for $2.25 million this season, is an unrestricted free agent in 2023-2024, was benched in the playoffs, had an up-and-down season. So Kulikov could be a player that is moved if the Wild want to free up more money. He has an eight-team no-trade list. There are ways to work around that. So... The point being, and I found this so fascinating that Garen so specifically worded things this way after like leading out of the draft into free agency is how he, he specifically mentioned that his team is set right now. He was trying to get as much of the ducks in a row as possible leading into free agency to allow the potential flexibility for moves to be made. I'm not saying the, I, I know the popular one has been um, Evgeny Malkin. And we'll, we'll talk about that uh, for tomorrow's episode too. Um, I know that's been the popular one. Alex Micheletti has been uh, all over it. Um, it would be a very splashy move for this team. 
with the fact that it's pretty much set, the roster was pretty much set coming into free agency, that means that Bill Guerin has all the pieces in place to where if he pulls a piece off the table, he can add something else in to replace it depending on how free agency plays out. So I I was shocked by the trade, yes, as you can probably obviously tell. Shocked by the trade, but at the end of the day, the whole thing is just so Bill Guerin that um, it leads me to believe there might be some other things coming up um, with free agency, like, I don't know the math, free agency coming up tomorrow leads me to believe that there might be something else on the table for this wild team uh, to, uh, to put into fruition. So that's our show for today. Thank you for tuning in. We'll have more reaction from Bill Guerin with some of his comments, meeting with the media as we speak, but wanted to get, you know, some breaking thoughts on this trade out for you. We'll have some of those thoughts. We'll talk with Ross Levitan of Locked On Senators to get more intel on Philip Gustafson and we'll prime free agency um, as it's obviously going to be very chaotic for the NHL, but the Wild trying to kind of get themselves in position to make some noise themselves. So uh, all that coming up and more on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Wild. So make sure that you subscribe so you can stay up to date with everything going on throughout uh, not only the NHL, but the Minnesota Wild as well. Locked on Wild, keeping you as up to date as we possibly can. So subscribe on YouTube, follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and uh, we'll keep you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.